Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Rewatch. Oh my gosh, I know I've been away for a while, but life has been kicking my butt for a while. <sighs> I was overwhelmed, I was stressed, and I decided to skip a week, and then another, and then another. And then I got a job, which I desperately needed, but then another week went by. Anyways, the point is that it may have taken me seven weeks, but I'm back. Oh, and it feels so good. I finally feel like I'm able to do this again. And the next time I go on a hiatus, I will definitely let you know in advance because I know I just kind of disappeared on you and I'm sorry for that. So a little housekeeping before I get started. I will be finishing up season one of As Told by Ginger this year. We have like two more episodes to finish after this one and I'm including the season finale. I'm counting that as one big episode instead of breaking it up into parts. And then I'll be gone for the holidays and I come back next year for season two. I'm still deciding on if I want to do my podcast bi-weekly when I come back for season two. And probably knowing myself and my lack of planning, it'll probably be bi-weekly if I'm being honest. <laughs> I have plans to rewatch this with my best friend, hopefully during our holiday seasons. She's been listening to this podcast, but she hasn't actually been watching the episodes. Ugh, so she doesn't actually know what's going on. Not really. She has no connection to these characters, so I'm forcing her to watch this. And after I rewatch, I think I'm going to do a season wrap-up episode, and I'll be talking about some of the things that I've missed, because I noticed that there were some things that I missed as I was watching just this one episode. But mostly, I want the focus to be on the character development throughout the season, so I'll be taking notes. I think that'd be nice. Okay, so getting that out of the way, we're now getting into this week's episode. Today we are talking about episode 16 of As Told by Ginger. Today's episode is titled An Even Steven Holiday Special, and the story is by Emily Kapnick. Whew, we are jumping into the holidays, obviously, and watching this just reminded me that I am nowhere near done crocheting all of my presents that I'm making this year. It's a little stressful, but I'll get it done. Anyways, this episode begins with Ginger in her living room and she's trying to make a family tree for this school project that she's doing. And she's looking through all these photographs and she finds out that she's a quarter Jewish after finding a picture of her grandfather and asking Lois about it. That reminds me that I should really make a family tree for my family because I have too many family members on both sides. It's just a lot of people. You guys don't care. Anyways, after that big opening revelation because they made it a big thing, we cut to Carl and Hoodsy opening cans in Hoodsy's room. Well, Carl is opening the cans and Hoodsy is working on a letter to Santa Claus. And Hoodsy's letter, oh my gosh, it is hilarious. He had me dying. This is one of the funnier moments in the show. Because he asked Santa, he's writing a letter to Santa and he's asking him for the gift of rhythm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Carl, who was like half-heartedly paying attention, like perked up at that randomness because like who wouldn't? Oh my gosh. And Hoodsy explains that he can't groove. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thinking about it, it just makes me laugh. Hoodsy says he can't groove, and then he proceeds to dance awkwardly to reiterate the point that he really can't dance. Oh my goodness, I shouldn't be laughing. Oh, Hoodsy, we are one and the same. I too was not blessed with the gift of rhythm, and my family likes to make fun of me at every family gathering we have. In my opinion, though, I have improved significantly over time. So, mm. 
Anyways, Carl tells Hoodsie that writing a letter to a man that doesn't exist is a waste of time. So Carl doesn't believe in Santa Claus, but Hoodsie still does. And poor Hoodsie, he's trying to prove to Carl that Santa's real, so he shows him a picture of him and Santa to try to prove that he exists, but Carl points out that that's just Hoodsie's dad dressed as Santa. And Hoodsie is so mad that Carl doesn't believe in Santa Claus that he kicks him out of his house. <laughs> and all this reminds me of a story my sister loves to tell during the holidays. I don't remember this, but she swears it happened. So apparently one December night, it was like the middle of the night. When we were younger, she came into my room and she's all excited. She said that she heard Santa's reindeer on the roof. And she always says that she was so happy and excited about that. And then I crushed her dreams of seeing Santa on the roof because I yelled out, Santa's not real, get out of my room or go to bed or something like that. And uh, most of you don't know me, so you don't know that I'm a grouch when I'm woken up, especially if it's the middle of the night. Uh, so, I mean, that's not an excuse. It's just a little background on me, and which is why I don't explain why I yelled. <laughs> uh, she likes to point out that I ruined Santa for her, and I feel slightly bad about it, but I'm not sure if this even happened because I don't remember it. <laughs> Anyways, cutting back to Ginger, she's on the phone with Dodie and Macy, and she's excited about telling them that she's like, feeling like she discovered this whole new part of herself. And Ginger's excited about telling them all about her Jewish history. And then Ginger hangs up and tells Dodie Macy that she has more research to do. And as soon as she gets off the phone, Dodie decides that she's going to convert to Judaism. Not because it's something she actually believes in, but because she doesn't want to feel left behind now that Ginger has learned a little bit more about her family history. Oh my goodness. Uh, I feel like this is the dumbest, most insecure, and insensitive thing that Dodie has done all season long. She really needs to reevaluate her life and root out why she feels the need to go to the extreme to be approved by people and feel like she's not going to be left behind or feel like someone can't enjoy something or do something on their own without feeling like she's being left behind on her own. I don't know what her problem is, but I'm glad Macy was there because she is the reasonable one, and tells Dodie that they don't need to convert to Judaism. They can just be happy for Ginger and support Ginger. And, oh, Macy, you beautiful voice of wisdom. I'm glad she's there. She's just, yeah. Ugh, Dodie is just annoying. She's annoying this whole episode. I'm just gonna let you know about that. Cutting to the Fatleys, uh, Lois is trying to figure out what she wants to cook for Christmas, and Ginger points out that they should be celebrating Hanukkah, well, since she's found out that part of her family's Jewish. So the Fatleys decide to do both, and Carl says that he wants to celebrate Kwanzaa, but I really hope that they were going to ignore that suggestion because that would just be so disappointing. Now we're going to cut to Hoodsy's house. It's the morning, and he's trying to ask his dad if he's been Santa all along, but he's <laughs> he looks so nervous doing it. But instead, he just asks if there's such thing of Santa at all. And Mr. Bishop, I don't know what his first name is, he says that Santa doesn't take too kindly to people who don't believe in him. And Hoodsy's like, it's not me that doesn't believe, it's Carl. And Joanne, Hoodsy's mom, if you don't remember, she says that it's no surprise that he doesn't believe in Santa because he's a bad little boy and probably never got his Christmas wish. Joanne is really irritating. Goodness, her dislike of Carl is just like so over the top. It's just whenever his name comes up, it's always got to be something negative. Anyways, we're going to next, we're going to cut to Carl and Hudzie. They're in the doghouse. And this is finally getting to the part of the story 
like of this episode that I actually remembered liking. Hoodsy comes over and he asks Carl if he got what he wished for last Christmas. And Carl tells him that he didn't even make a wish. And Hoodsy asks if there was ever a time that he believed in Santa Claus and wished for something. And Carl finally tells him about when he was younger and he wished for his dad to come back. And you can tell that Carl is trying not to let it show that it hurt him when his dad left. And he tells Hoodsy that since he didn't get his wish, he concluded that there was no Santa Claus. And we briefly randomly cut to Lois and Ginger working on the holiday dinner. But now we're going to cut right back to Hoodsy because Ginger and Lois, that wasn't important. <laughs> we're going to cut right back to Carl and Hoodsy. They're in town and Carl suggests that they go to the ice rink and fall down and sue for damages. The things this kid comes up with is hilarious, honestly. But Hoodsy sees a Santa on the sidewalk, you know, one of those charity Santas that's asking for, well, not really asking for money, but ringing those bells. And so Hoodsy says that he'll catch up with him. And so Hoodsy goes up and talks to the Santa and he starts telling him about Carl and how Carl's always wanted a visit from his dad over the years, but he never got it. So he doesn't believe in Santa Claus. And Hoodsy like pleads with Santa to grant Carl his wish so that this year Carl will believe in Santa again. And the Santa man, he asks, how does Hoodsy know that Carl still wants this wish? And Hoodsy says that Carl is his best friend in the whole entire world and he just knows. <sighs> Excuse me while I cheer up. I'm like... <laughs> I'm not even watching it, but I'm tearing up thinking about it. Uh, I shed a few tears during that part because that was just so sweet and sad. Uh, especially because Hoodsy doesn't even realize that he's talking to Jonas, Carl's dad. And uh, it's just the luck of the draw that Hoodsy saw Jonas on the street. And he doesn't realize it, but he's trying to make Carl's Christmas wish come true after all these years. Uh, Hoodsy's just such a great character. Uh, but... That great hoodsy moment is ruined by his sister in the next scene. She's so annoying. So everyone is in Ginger's class and they're excited about the holidays and they're showing off their Christmas family tree assignment. And Ginger is talking to this Jewish boy in her class and he's showing off his family tree uh, dreidel. I hope I said that right. And he's telling her that he didn't see the point of making a Christmas tree because he doesn't celebrate Christmas. And that's all nice and dandy until Dodie comes up and she asks Ginger if she's still coming over to trim the Christmas tree. And Ginger tells her that she's not sure if she still wants to do that. And Dodie asks her if it's for environmental reasons. And Ginger says, no, it's for religious ones. <laughs> and then Dodie... She goes on to say that she knew this would happen. And she tells Ginger that she's turned her back on Christmas and now she's doing the same to her. And then Dodie runs out crying and... It's just so ridiculous because she somehow turned just that nice little moment Ginger was having with that dude and Ginger's nice little self-discovery moment to herself. Like, how can you be? <laughs> She's so self-absorbed. It's so ridiculous. <sighs> the biggest eye roll to ever eye roll just happened and you guys missed it because that's all that I could do in that scene. Anyways, luckily the next scene is saved with Carl and Hoodsy making me laugh again because Hoodsy comes into Carl's room saying, get ready to believe. And Carl's like, what are you talking about? And Hoodsy explains that he spoke to Santa and he describes him as a cool dude. <laughs> Very down to earth. Um, anyways, he says that he's going to grant Carl's wish and Carl's annoyed with all the Santa talk and he tells Hoodsy that it's starting to get on his nerves and he's tired of hearing it. And Hoodsy is just shocked. And he gifts us all with the best line of this episode when he says, wow, I never thought I'd see the day come. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. Such a great line. Okay, hold on. Okay. But he says, wow, I never thought I'd see the day that something came between us. A Wednesday. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, oh, that's, that line is so funny to me. 
I laughed so hard at this, and I just need my best friend to know that anytime we get on each other's nerves, <laughs> anytime we get on each other's nerves, I'm going to be saying that line. Wow, I never thought I'd see the day something came between us. A Wednesday. Okay, anyways, you guys are probably thinking I'm delusional. Um, The next scene we're going to cut to is Carl and Ginger glumly sitting on their living room floor. And Ginger asks if they've actually turned their back on Christmas. And she's wondering if Dodie is actually right. And that's when she realizes that she's going to celebrate both holidays. And that just kind of reminds me of uh, The O.C. Have you guys seen that? I'm such a sucker for like early 2000s shows. So I've watched almost all of them. Um, Anyway, Seth's character on The O.C., he created Chrismaka, which is Christmas and Hanukkah put together, and he did he would celebrate both. But the thing is, is that that was consistent on the OC, where each season of the OC there was a Chrismaka episode. But for As Told by Ginger, I have a feeling this is just going to be a one-off kind of thing. I don't remember this sticking like throughout the rest of the seasons. So anyways, it's decided that the Foutleys are going to do a Christmas and Hanukkah celebration. And the next scene we cut to uh, is disappointing because it's their Christmaka holiday, even Stephen holiday party, whatever. And it's, it's disappointing. It's very disappointing because Carl, I guess, was serious about that whole Kwanzaa bit because he comes down. Uh, he comes down the stairs in a dashiki and... He starts playing the piano, and I'll talk more about that in the reflections on why that was just annoying to see. Anyways, we see Jonas is watching the Fatley's house in his car, trying to muster up the courage to come inside. And then we're just going to cut right back to Carl, Hoodsey, and Darren. They go outside the front yard, and they're hooking up one of those, you know, cut-out, lit-up reindeers. And Hoodsey brings up that he has to leave because it's getting late, and he has to make snacks for Santa. And Carl is annoyed and asks Darren to tell him that Santa doesn't exist. And then Darren points out that Santa may exist because he's sitting in a pickup truck in front of the house. And Carl tells him that that's his dad. And so he goes to the truck and Jonas tells Carl to hop in and Carl says that he would, but his mom always warned him about getting in the car with the total stranger. Oh, did you feel that? Did you feel that? That was the sound of Jonas's heart being struck with a knife. Mm. But he's, it's deserved. Um, Carl gets in anyways, and they have this really awkward moment when Jonas is trying to give Carl this gumball machine that's filled with peanuts, which is so random. And Carl tells him that he's allergic, and Jonas says that it's the thought that counts. And Carl says that he could die if he ate just one. And that whole exchange is just sad, but the awkwardness is interrupted because the house is on fire. And, uh, it turns out that there was a power surge, and the inside of the house is like on fire. Jonas comes in and he sprays everyone down and sprays down the fire and that's the end of the party. Everyone's wet and it's cold outside. So I would hate having to walk from that short distance to my car. Or if you're like Darren, who lives next door, walking next door to my house in wet clothes, that would just suck. Anyways, everyone's leaving. The party's ruined after the fire and Ginger starts crying because after all the fuss of trying to make the two holidays like coexist and work together, Equally, she kind of realizes that the most important thing about the holidays is the friends and family that you have and the time you get to spend with them. And this episode closes out with Hoodsy running down his stairs to see if Santa ate some of his cookies. He did. And Hoodsy's excited about that. But he also opens a present from Carl, which 
isn't really a present because Carl is just gifting that uh, electric can opener from the beginning of this episode. But in the gift is a note included that says, maybe Santa is real after all. And we close out on Hoodsy dancing, thinking that his Christmas wish of getting rhythm has been granted. Okay, so now that we've done the rewind and rewatch portion of the pod, it is time for reflections. All right, I'm going to rate today's episode two and a half stars. Mm, It's just... I felt like most of this episode was annoying to watch, and I got some great one-liners and funny moments, I'm not gonna lie. But for the most part, I feel like they tried to have a story about like the true meaning of the holidays, and it just didn't land the way it was supposed to. Also, we never found out why Ginger doesn't know her granddad. We were left in suspense on that one, so yeah, two and a half stars. Okay, moving on to the lessons in this episode, I feel like Ginger's lesson was supposed to be the true meaning of the holidays. But it was just a hot mess to me. Dodie was annoying, Ginger was stressed out trying to figure out who she was, and it all ended up in ashes in the end. I don't know why, but I just, I couldn't help but compare this episode to the Proud Family's holiday special episode, the Seven Days of Kwanzaa episode. And I feel like they executed that whole true meaning of the holidays, like understanding what's the most important thing during the holidays theme better than as Tilt by Ginger was trying to do. And this just, I don't know, this episode just wasn't as enjoyable as the other episodes. So anyways, I understand what they were trying to do, but I think the biggest lesson in this whole episode was learning how to deal with disappointment. And we see that in both Carl and Ginger's storyline. Honestly, I feel like Carl's storyline took the spotlight in this episode more so than Ginger's. So for Carl, we see that Carl had to wrestle with the fact that his dad disappointed him each year, that he didn't bother to show up. And it just sucks so much because Carl is too young to be dealing with all these repressed feelings of abandonment. And that moment where they're sitting in the car and his dad is like hopelessly awkward, it's just disappointing because after Carl opens up the gift and he says that he's allergic to peanuts, there's this underlying feeling of, you would know that if you bothered to stay around. If you got to know me, you would know that about me. And Jonas tries to fix it by saying that it's the thought that counts, even though how thoughtful is the gift if you don't know anything about the person to put the thought in. And when he says that, it's like he's trying to like say thinking about them fixes the mistake, but he quickly realizes it doesn't when Carl says that it's a deathly allergic reaction and he could die. And Jonas has to realize that, yeah, maybe it wasn't too thoughtful after all. And then Ginger's storyline aligns with the whole disappointment theme too, because she tries to pull off this equal holiday party, but obviously it just doesn't turn out the way that she planned it to. And it's a big disappointment for her. Like I said, Ginger's storyline didn't really, it didn't really stick with me. I really liked Carl's storyline the most. And The disappointment theme keeps running on because then I'm disappointed as a viewer watching this episode. Mm, That sounds harsh to say. But also that portion where Carl comes down in the dashiki and I just feels like it was just so unnecessary. And it just seemed like the Foutleys were just trying to pick holidays to celebrate like they were picking out collectibles. It was just disappointing and annoying and it added nothing to the story. So yeah, big disappointments all around. Uh, I don't know. Besides some great one-liners and a couple of chuckles, I keep saying this episode didn't really do anything for me. I am excited for closing out the rest of the season, though. So I guess I'm just going to end it here, folks. Thank you for listening. It's great to be back. And I'll see you next Saturday.